Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions, a platform where we challenge your current beliefs. We also help expand each other's consciousness. And as always, reality is a direct reflection of you. So monitor yourself. Talk now. On this episode, I am really, really, really excited to have this guest on with me. She's an amazing being, um, Miss Debbie Mack, Viva Divine. Welcome to the show. Hi, Richard. <laughs> Uh, I'm so excited to have you I on. I am looking forward to this conversation. It is a pleasure to sit and chat with you about all things. Um, I guess I should just kind of jump in real quick and so your listeners can get a brief idea of what I am, because I'm still trying to figure that out. Yes, um, please. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I believe that I am a spirit being basically in training, and I have been on my spiritual journey dedicatedly for the last 10 years. But most of us have been working, okay. doing our work from probably a lot longer before that. So basically, mm-hmm. I uh, embarked on this journey 10 years ago with dedication and focus because my main goal is to help as many people to um, experience their highest self. And of course, the back end is for me to get off the planet. So yeah, yes. I, can't, I can't leave yes. until the job that I'm assigned to is done. So one of the ways I... The job's not finished. Never finished. It's really never finished, really. But on this level, (laughs) we hope we don't have to do it again if we do a good enough job. Exactly. Exactly. So I'd love to help people, especially learn how to really anchor into um, their highest self, the I am presence. I uh, host meditations. I teach spiritual concepts. I'm a metaphysician. I'm also a Reiki master teacher. So I, I, yeah, I really believe in the process of when you heal yourself, you heal others. When you become enlightened, which enlightenment is just simply a remembrance of what you are. When you become enlightened, you also help other people step into that space. So that's what I am. That's beautiful. So this, what's, you talked about healing. What was your, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you did your, your own shadow work. What was the process of your healing? My, my healing actually started in 2010 with a realization due to a car accident that forced, yeah, it forced oh, me wow. to sit down and really look at my life and come to the recognition that I was not happy. I had been going through a lot of personal um, self-inflicted trauma that, you know, it's just life. You just think life should be a challenge. Yeah. And I got hit by the car, realized I wasn't happy, was going through depression, a very intense and 
uncomfortable marriage, um, a lot of unfulfillment. And that accident was what mm-hmm. made me stop and come to the decision that I just wanted to be happy. And yeah. that led to the release of everything at the time, my marriage, my job, my religious background, those three entities started to fall apart in my life. And that's... That was like your yeah. tower moment. And I didn't, I've never heard that term before. So yeah, you're right. That's really what it was. And releasing those three kind of gave me the space for the other things that were not to be released that were part of the mm-hmm. growth uh, curriculum, I call it, to kind of usher mm-hmm. in and you know, dig up a lot of stuff that needed to be released. But I, I had, I had been on a healing path even before this. I had been to therapy, you know, for uh, childhood um, uh, father loss. So I had been doing some soul work many years before and not really understanding that it was playing into this bigger tower moment, as you call it. And so once I went through that, mm. that was when I started to be come more open to healing modalities reiki showed up in my life mm-hmm. and that is oh, so beautiful yeah i had an amazing reiki master teacher and that really kind of helped me to hold that energy that allowed me to kind of like raise my vibration heal some other things that were coming up and also kind of like start shifting other people around me so it it was a yeah. That's powerful. Pretty intense healing moment for, I would say, a good four to five years. And then it just, it shifted into a much different space, which is amazingly beautiful. You, you, you can feel when you, when you shift mm-hmm. to the other side. It's kind of like it's, the grass is greener, you smell mm-hmm. the roses, Every, everything is great. I know right now, from our perspective, we have a certain perspective on humanity right now because we're observing it from a different uh, point of view, awareness. Um, what's your outlook on just on, on humanity at the moment? And just uh, talk a little bit about that. Wow. Where I sense I'm standing right now is a very uh, crystalline point. And from this space, I'm looking at humanity with such anticipation for a Mm -hmm. huge collection of people to make a consciousness leap, a grand leap. Um, There is a lot of, I would like to say, dissonance, you know, in one specific Mm -hmm. frequency that's creating so much shaking that it's going to have people, I feel fly out of it I think they're going to come out of it in droves and I think those of us who've been doing the work those of us who've been dedicated those of us who understand what our purpose is which is really to support other people because we got the support I think we're standing on the edge actually waiting for them they might have heard us speaking you know for years and we sound really strange to them but I do believe, yeah, I do believe there's going yeah. to be a recognition of, oh, this is what they were talking about and help to kind of guide them into their own evolution. So I feel humanity is making a major, major shift. And we are going to witness, I think, within the next 10 years, huge changes. 
one hundred percent because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of triggers that's going mm-hmm. on this year alone that's causing the awakening to happen. Just one thing after another. There's no pause. It's just one thing, one thing, one thing. And so when people start questioning, hmm, this doesn't make sense, or I'm questioning this, that one little seed that's planted, that's all you need. Yes. The curiosity, the curiosity takes over from there. You just strictly go down the rabbit hole. But didn't you notice though, Richard, even before this year, that there were incidents that were awakening people. Like people were awakening in maybe smaller pockets of groups. And mm, and yeah. then it's like, oh wow, that that's waking people up or this is waking back me too or the racial, you know, issues in this country. There yeah. are little things that were happening here and there. And then this year it's like they compounded. And it was it was breathtaking because people were just assaulted. And then you had, you know, yeah. COVID nineteen. So there were I think this is a compounded year. And I think it's, 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 it no, shocked ahead. people. It really shocked people. I don't think, I mean, it's one of those things, like we, we're going through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like we've never witnessed before. The whole world is changed. It's like you shift the paradigms, like in, in a brief moment. You're existing in this entire new reality, entire new dimension, and you have to adjust on the fly, but you're still being resistant because you don't think it's going to last that long. But this is kind of like a new norm. I agree. I could feel the collective in a state of shock at what was happening. I could feel them wondering what is going on. And then I think some of us were probably saying, no, something is happening. And then they started to, mm-hmm. to connect the dots. I could feel people connect, like, look at this and look at this. And it's like, why is this happening? And look at the world. And it's like, something is happening. So I feel like people yeah. know something is happening on a certain level, but I don't think they really know what really is happening, that we are emerging into a whole other level of consciousness. And, it's ushering in some remarkable changes in the way people are going to like express life and observe life. You know, I, and I think that's slowly being filtered in to the collective and I can feel their excitement because I know I've shifted in the last like 90 days. So I, and I was shifted into a space where, wow, okay, this is, this is holding. So I know that they have shifted. Mm-hmm. They're 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 awake. They're more awake than they were at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then this, you have to at that point just remain because it's reality. Reality reality right now is weird. You have the um, the narrative of you're um, adopting the chaos that's going on, and you're operating from that fear standpoint versus you're okay, this is what I want to experience from this chaos, this mm-hmm. contrast, and vibrating and stand on that new earth, in a sense. Just, I want to exist on this. This makes me feel good. That chaos is, no, mm-hmm. I don't want that. Just, we have to be conscious of what we're um, talking, vibrating, digesting, at, at, especially right now. These we, things are rapid. It, manifestation is at all time. Um, high right now. Things are just happening so quick. I agree. Totally agree. I don't know about you when you talk about manifestations, but I know like my meditations Mm -hmm. have 
completely gone to another level. Um, How so? I have felt or sensed the movement of my consciousness on another frequency. It it goes into like the harmonic frequency. The the tonality of it is different. The sensation of it is different. I'm hearing and I'm sensing and I'm mm. I'm going deeper and I'm able to go even longer and embrace this higher energy into my auric field and feel it so pronounced mm-hmm. to where sometimes it's like, oh, I, I need to go and like get in the shower and scrub to acclimate to it. But then I'm also mm-hmm. from those meditations walking out with that frequency and I'm watching how people are interacting with me because I'm realizing that Ooh. I'm not communicating with them. Something more precise is coming through me just from their responses to me just from the shift in meditation Ooh. and 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 I have been progressively over the years lengthening my time two three hours at a time of just sitting in that space and just surrendering to it wow. yeah just and there have been some very odd moments where I thought oh maybe I should not be doing this or in this space but then I started to realize mm. everything I've done so far is on path. So this is just a new space. It's like we're not accustomed to feeling presence. So when we're not, no, so when we not. first feel it, it's like, Ooh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> you know, and yeah. so you kind of acclimate to the sensation and you realize, oh, wow, that is like the sensation of all of me, like the omnipresence is interacting with you on a certain level and you take that with you out of your meditation into the world and you help other people with it it's beautiful because once you once once you're in that that place of presence everything just feels like it's all right you're 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 in your pure state you're not being trailed by your thoughts you're not you know Mm -hmm. following your thoughts and from that place you're like wow I can create whatever I want because I'm at this mm-hmm. blank canvas right now. There's no distractions. There's no thoughts. There's no any of this. What's my next creation? Because life is just all about creating. This is why we're here to create. Yes. And the love that comes when you're sitting in that space, because that's what I really feel. I feel that's love. Okay. That Oh, that's love. And that is only a minute experience of it. But it's it's just oh. enough. Just enough to let you know. I'm glad you... As it was going to say, it's just enough to let you know that you're, you're touching that space. I'm glad that you said that because that love that we feel from that presence, it leads mm-hmm. to my next question because I didn't know that you... This wonderful uh, sacred medicine. We feel this with the psychedelics. I am so grateful for plant medicine, nature consciousness, sacred medicine. I'm so grateful for it. There's so many forms of it, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that at some point, collectively, we will be able to understand how this planet is the most beautiful gift to human beings because it the the Plants and nature holds this consciousness for us to participate in, to help our growth. And I, I 
I think my, in, I, I feel like my whole path has been guided. And so I've been guided to plant medicine before about eight years ago. And yeah, and had a little bit Ooh. of an experience with it, but it wasn't anything major. It was like a small thing. It opened my third eye or whatever it was. It showed up in my sleep. And I was, I was encouraged to do it in my dream by my guide. And so that Ooh. opened it up and I thought, okay, well, you know, that was really cool, but I never had plans to do it again until a couple of months ago, I, it came back at like presented itself to me. And I said, Oh, definitely thinking that it was what I did the last time. It was not. <laughs> and it's not, it was not, you it know? was a more expansive, intense, concentrated yes. experience. Yes. yes. But Richard, when we talk about the love, <laughs> I remember opening my eyes at one point just to ground myself. And I never closed my eyes ever again once I did. Because what was presented wow. to me by nature was love. And then I could feel it. I could feel my oneness in it. I could hear and sense the creator and it took me a while to recognize that when I was feeling that love, I was also feeling the longing that source has for us to return. But that's really me. Mm-hmm. That was really me feeling that. And, but that love. And wow. the first thing I said after I opened my eyes to my sitter was, there's only love and light. That's, that's, that's all there is. There's nothing else but yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah, it has completely shifted me in ways that I know it was guided for me to have that experience. Now, I have a lot of respect for plant medicine, for sacred medicine, because of the space it can put you in. Yeah. And I've done a lot of work. And so I don't need to do a lot of it at all. At all. I can get to that space in meditation. That's what I'm trying to get to myself. Because I've been using, um, lately mm-hmm. I've just been microdosing um, to assist in like some inner healing. But I've, I have my grand um, shroom consciousness experience, which mm-hmm. like, I don't need to mm-hmm. get to that mm-hmm. space anymore. Because at that point, you just, you're reminding yourself yet again that you're the creator and that everything's great. Everything is, is, is going exactly how it's supposed to. You need the contrast to know what you do want and you need to know what you do want to know what you mm-hmm. don't want. So you need that balance. Let everything play out. And so I want to eventually um, get in that space of meditation. But um, in terms of the psychedelics, I think it's like what we're doing now is we're talking about it on a platform where we can educate people about it who um because of false information mm-hmm. through word of mouth or just media they have a negative connotation on it not knowing that this beautiful um plant can mm-hmm. help in so many mm-hmm. different ways all you need to do is be I educated on it believe based on whatever your path is or wherever you are it will meet you because I definitely did not yes. go looking for it. I would never have thought <laughs> no, about not at all. this 
this particular, you know, plant and, 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 and being involved with shamans that administer it. It's not something that I would have found, but I believe whatever mm-hmm. your growth intention is for your soul, I think you pull in what you need. So some people might not be pulled to knowing about sacred medicine, but, but I do believe that right, if you're yeah. pulled to it or, or it finds you, you're, you are, you have to do your research and you have to read and you also yeah. have to understand your soul's intention for having it as a part of your growth curriculum. Okay. Yes, yes. because you have to move yes. with intention. That is I know people true. that I've come across communities where people do it just to do it because it might have some really fun mm-hmm. aspects to it or, you know, it's just to have the quote unquote trip. But really, this is spiritual yeah. work, right? And so you, you approach yes, it, it with, is. I call it reverence, humility, and respect at what it is what it's offering you. You have to. And let it work with mm-hmm. you. Because it does a lot of clarifying and a lot of expansion, but at the same time, having respect for it. I have a lot of respect for it. I did a lot of reading before I went down this path because I wanted to know what I, what I was doing because I don't... I don't, I don't do stuff. I don't do stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to cause I'm very sensitive, yeah. but because this showed up, I wanted to get a really mm-hmm. good background and perspective on it to understand why it was showing up in my space. So I believe education is important. Un- mm. Understanding why yes. there are elements of society that might not want you to know about this, because this is not like getting high at all. Mm-hmm. No, nope, this is all. about you consciousness it like that. expansion. And if you're not ready for that, it can have a very interesting effect on you. Because your perception of nothing reality is the same. changes. And if you're not prepared for that, same. it's a huge shift. Yeah. 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 I think when I, when I, it was one point when I came into full remembrance and just um, belief that, and knowing that I am the creator, it's that moment was like, ah, sense. that mm-hmm. makes sense. I understand why I have to go through that. I understand why this has to happen this way. Because it's, it, 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 it's, it's kind of weird. It, it seems like the common awakening theme is you going through things that make you mm-hmm. wake up. You have to go through this little spiral of activities and then you wake up and then you keep treading and you have that aha moment that mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. I am the I am. Yes. Essentially. I still have respect for that though. Because I felt that power. And and while sitting in that space, mm. I was very aware of this is why we don't know it all. Because this is some intense yeah. power. When when I looked at nature, yeah. my first thoughts were the being and the mind that could conceive of what I am observing, not through my physical eyes, through my whole enlarged spirit at that moment. What is that? And wait a minute, what? I'm I'm that? How? You know, and it's, it's just yeah. for me now, I have even a more deeper reverence of approaching that 
space of singularity with, you know, and sitting in it with honor, mm. knowing that I am it and the expression of it and all that it is, but I'm still mm. here on this physical plane, still trying to navigate. But I have, yeah, but I have that access to it that, and I'm it, but still that, I'm here. I have to be mm-hmm. here for other people. Because that's what we're here to do. Like once, I feel like it's our responsibility to give mm-hmm. back to what was given to us and like continue, like it's kind of like passing that torch and continuing to do your part to maybe wake maybe wake people up faster or just just aid them in their journey regardless just lay out this blueprint this um, this this work that you've done that helps everyone ultimately you because there's everyone, only one of you we're all there's only one we're all just i'm also a student yeah? of the course in miracles a course in miracles and oh yeah that's that's some amazing um right-mindedness work and it talks about, you know, we don't mm. remember. We, we, there's an illusion that we created and we created the ego. And in the state of the ego, mm-hmm. we really don't have a remembrance of what we are. But there's certain ways no. of, of giving yourself over to the presence itself. Okay so that it can do the job of helping to remind you of what you are and how everybody is you. Whatever you do to your brother, Mm -hmm. you are feeling it also. And it is such a powerful piece of work that incorporated with all the other things that I've done, that's really, Richard, helped me to just become very centered and to hold that dedication to just keep going deeper just keep going deeper deeper and higher because it it's not it's you know yeah it's not only about me the, one of the experiences i had in integrating my sacred medicine experience <laughs> which is really kind of funny was a thought that just slowly crossed my mind that said you love the world so much debbie that you're going to be the one to change it <gasps> And I said, whoa, whoa, no, and that's my ego. My ego is like, um, (laughs) what are you thinking? You, you can't do that. But, but if it's just me and it's just, and you're just, you think the same way too, then just imagine the catalyst that we can create. Like we say, well, you know Mm -hmm. what? I'm going to hold this energy for humanity and each and every one of us doing that. That's how we create. That's how we create the whole new shift. That's how we lift humanity to the next space. Wow. So switching that, switching that intention from an individual to this is my mm-hmm. energy is for the collective. This is what I'm mm-hmm. putting yeah. out. And we oh, all wow. just hold that okay. intention that we have to hold the space for everybody. So if everyone is holding the space for everybody, then everybody will shift. Mm-hmm. that's just that something that I just kind of like considered one day I said well you know what I'm not going to worry about what other people are doing I'm just going to do it because I love I love humanity and that's spirit that's God that's presence that's singularity that's flushing through me that says I love 
these these creations, these things. I love them so much that it's holding its space, wherever it, how far it is, it's holding the space and we are in it holding the space. Just imagine, I, I see an explosion of white light every time I think about source, everything is held and it just expands again. It just keeps expanding. And that's another reason why yeah, and that's another reason why that's I respect plant thing. medicine because I don't know where I am right now, Richard, if I can handle being in that space. Because mm-hmm. I've touched it mm. and it's like, mm, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a mm-hmm. lot. It's I've had friends tell lot. me about it and I just said, yeah, not there yet. Let me let me do this whole journey gently because I've always said that because I felt moments where, mm-hmm. you know, there's guidance that says, oh, you can handle it. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can. <laughs> let me just do it gently. Yeah. Let me do you it know, gently. And, and that's I don't what think I'm ready for like it. Yeah, yeah. Unfolding. That's why I think my meditations have shifted since my experience, because I couldn't do that on a regular basis. Mm-mm. It's too much. I wanted to touch upon oh no go ahead go ahead I wanted to I wanted to touch upon you had said um, many of us are being upgraded you know to adjust to a bigger frequency and I wanted so you I to elaborate like a little bit more is, on that is always expanding and that expansion is right. what we more probably because I don't I don't claim to know everything but what that expansion was happening to us is that we are mm-hmm. shifting. So it's, this is, it's not a static yes. center or wherever it is. It's not static. It's always expanding. So within it, we will expand. There must be a humongous expansion going on where we are not really fully aware of it for us here to feel it. So mm-hmm. you've had a space within singularity and people, if you want to use it dimensionally, third dimensional space that has been just constricted for so long and source is, it's going to expand regardless. And so it's pulling that space apart for it's the energy to completely move to another higher vibration. So I can tell the difference where I am with where I used to be, in a fear and ego mode, which is what the third dimensional is based on, to where when I was going through the fourth, where I was yeah. meeting a lot of different kinds of energies, and then to where I'm, I think I'm stepping into mm-hmm. where I'm seeing things on a whole different level. It's a lot more clarity, and especially with nature, it's definitely communicating with me on a much more brilliant level. So I feel like that's what's happening to a lot of us and it's also I feel cascading in waves you know to other people so like I said I think people there's something Mm -hmm. happening that people aren't fully aware of as yet because before you woke before you became aware you were waking up you were waking up right so that's what's happening to people they're waking up but they're not aware that they're waking up and uh uh-huh but then when they all start to wow, wake that's up, crazy. That's, that. 
what I think is going to be just fabulous to see because you're going to it's going to be a collective instead of you here because I don't know about you when I was going through mine I couldn't hardly find anybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no yeah, at all I couldn't you find anyone that was, friend, but that was going it. through what, what I was going through but I think what we're going to see is like mass people are like <gasps> getting it mm-hmm. yeah I had a I had an image that popped in my head when you said that. So when so people those who are in their like their mm-hmm. initial um awakening, once they get to that point of like, okay, they have the awakening, they're gonna see us and we mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. mirror being reflected back to them. All they're doing is getting that that positive um right direction yes. that they needed. That that, that guidance in a sense. Amazing. The, just the visualization of that, that's amazing. When, when wow. the pandemic started and it threw everybody this year, I remember just sitting back and looking at it thinking, I know what this is. I know what this is. This is the wake-up call. But they don't know what mm. this is. Because I wasn't feeling the fear or anything behind, yeah, behind it. But I could see it on people. And I'm nope, like, oh, this is the wake-up call. And... It was also the call for a lot of us who may have been hesitant to speak up. It gave us the courage and and, Mm -hmm. emboldened us to start speaking more, even though we knew it would sound a little bit weird. But over time, you I could I would notice people would just started started to listen. Mm -hmm. Being authentic and not caring what Mm -hmm. they you know what they what they believe. Yeah, so so they're they're waking up. Wow. And and I just, the things that you have probably seen and experienced and I've seen and other people have seen, I want people to feel that and to see those things, you know, yeah. to feel their energy, their energy consistently feel good mm-hmm. and powerful mm-hmm. and to be in a state of um, chaos or, or, you know, disturbance or whatever and not be affected within. You know how to navigate through it. Nope. Because you know how to navigate and to through it. And hold that space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the view. Yeah. But you have to, I'm realizing, you have to constantly remind yourself and give yourself those, um, I, I call it breaks in between my day where I put myself back in alignment. So if it's doing breath work, or if it's listening to um, this audio um, that's just like, you know, just reminding me who I am and telling me, mm-hmm. you know, ease up, life is a game, slow up kind of thing. How do you, how do you stay in alignment? Um, I, I definitely stay that, anchored that into use? my meditation. It, it's, it's a daily practice. And another thing I love to do is okay. um, spend some time in nature. I really have... Uh, I love for the nature of this place and what it, what it can do for just, you know, sitting in it for maybe 10 mm-hmm. minutes and just looking, just looking at it, just watching it and watching birds and, you know, animals play. It's anything that is grounding keeps me in alignment. And also I'm very, um, attached to the practice of making sure that I'm only speaking truth to myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, gentle affirmations, Ooh, okay. I go to sleep at night, 
and I, and I talk to my inner being and tell it the truth about what it is, you know, cause we're still here. We're going to have moments sometimes where we're, you know, we're out of alignment and then we go back in and just say, you know what, all is well, all is right. well. The lessons are different at this end of, I call it the game, but you still have those moments. So I, I do a lot right. of self-talk. Ah. Talk to me, talk to me a little bit more about that self-talk because I've started that this week and I've noticed how my reality has shifted instantly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what have I, why didn't I not do this? I wake up and I'll just talk to myself. I'll just set my affirmations. I'll talk about how my reality mm-hmm. is. And it's just that, mm-hmm. that vibration. I, I love to I, tell talk, talk, talk about to us a little bit about that. The journey that I'm on. You know, it's like you, you look how I'll, I'll tell myself, look how far mm-hmm. you've come since 2010. Remember when it was like this or you were going through that and it was really challenging. And look at where you are today. You're not experiencing those things anymore. I tell myself, you're an amazing being of light. You are a good, true, honest person. You love people. You're beautiful. I mean, I talk how I believe source would, and that's probably, I'm, source is talking to itself. Source is talking to itself. And so I do that on a regular wow, basis at yeah. night, especially after meditation and I go to sleep at night and I'll tell, you know, my inner being, I really, really, really love you. And it keeps myself in that state of being able to hold that resonance of love and to hold it for other people. And that's what I was saying earlier. When I see other people's reactions or responses to when I say something to them, I know that love was speaking through me based on. I felt that because <laughs> when you said that, I felt love in my heart and I'm over here yeah. smiling. I, I, so, this is the only way Richard I can great job. Like, navigate this part of consciousness is by staying grounded in love and truth. That's the only way. If I've, you know, we all at some point may, you know, have a variance, but a variance for me is a very acute sensation because I am feeling things within my physical body. Mm-hmm. I feel other people's stuff. You know, you have empaths that they feel people's emotions and they're, no, I feel other people's heartache. I feel yeah. their their anger, their rage. I feel when someone takes a shot of alcohol and it travels inside their body. I feel, yeah. So I have to stay in that frequency range so that I don't literally go insane. Love keeps me sane. On, Mm -hmm. you know, dedicatedly staying in that space because I'll feel it all. Now, the, 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 pe- the, what's the, word? the paradox is the more mm-hmm. you live in love and the more you stay in that frequency, the more you feel. But then the more you feel, the more you keep raising the frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the only wow. way I can navigate the space. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that makes sense. You're doing yourself in the world a disservice mm-hmm. if you're not operating from Yes, sir. I feel it all. 
And I discovered that a couple of years ago that I was feeling the collective, you know, this is going to be a very big week (laughs) in this country. And so I have already created the intention of holding a much higher vibration this week because it's going to be pretty interesting beyond Tuesday, you know, so I will be feeling the collective, mm-hmm. but it won't yep. feel bad like it used to. But I'll, I don't have to watch the news to Wednesday morning to know what happened on Tuesday night. I won't. <laughs> I can, I'll, I'll be able to just hear it and yeah. feel it in my <laughs> yeah. being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the crazy part about it. Wow. Okay. Okay, I want to ask you this last question. What, what, what's your message for the collective? My message for the collective is that you are amazing, you are beautiful, and you are magnificent. You are a, that beautiful, bright light, a brilliance that none of the things that you have felt you're individually dealing with that you may feel you're, you don't measure up or you struggle with, that is not your truth. That is not your truth. And it, the most important thing that anyone can do is believe that they are an amazing and beautiful being of love. And that's all they are. And if you can hold that truth, even if you don't feel it, but go return to it periodically as many times as you need to through the day, at night, go to bed at night and tell yourself, I am love. I am love. That will start the process of clearing all of the stuff that's standing in between you and that truth for it to like expand in your life. I love this. I absolutely love this. I'm really grateful for this episode. Um, This is the energy that I'm feeling just from this conversation is amazing. I just want to say thank you for all that you've done. I'm really grateful to have you on. We followed each other on Twitter for a while, and I would just see the things you would say, and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. He's speaking up, you know, because we, especially in our community, you know what I mean? We we have to start sharing, and you have been yeah. on the front lines, my brother. You're doing it, and I am grateful for you. He's gotta be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gotta be authentic, yeah. and I, I really appreciate yes, it that. It's our duty. This is what we have to do. Do you do you have any do you have anything uh, that you well, want to you know, uh, tell I, the I people? Um, anything you want to share about what you got this, going on? I write on it. It's called Viva Divine dot blogspot.com and if people want to read you know the the interesting things that sometimes i think oh this sounds really crazy but i'm going to post it on instagram you can find me on instagram and twitter for under viva divine and that's it i'm just here yeah. to hold space for people i'm really not trying to i don't like making a name for myself i like to be kind of low-key but there are times when spirit you know spirit says that you need to yeah. share it so they can yeah. find me viva divine <laughs> if you just google viva divine you'll find me I'm going to, guys, I'm going to provide um, the links to everything in the episode description so you can find that there uh, while you're listening to this. 
Debbie, thank you so Aww, much for being thank on. You, Richard. I, this is this thank has been like one of the best episodes I've had, to be honest. So thank you. Thank you. Guys, as always, you're the creator of your own reality. Be mindful of what you think, feel, and say, and just hold a space of love and be grounded. My pleasure. Be great, everyone. Thank you again Bye. for hopping on, Debbie.